chilling. Ross! Caleb's not here again. Shit! But it's for a good reason. Is it? Yes, it's a good reason. Did he finally kill the Undertaker? And he's on the lamb. No. Caleb had his baby. He was pregnant? Caleb was physically pregnant? No. Ross, I don't know how children work. Ross, I don't know how children work. Children terrify me. They come into my restaurant. They terrify me. Dylan, when a mommy and a daddy love each other One long explanation of of the birthing (laughs) process later. I need therapy. And now Caleb has a baby and is going to be out for at least this week and probably next week. Maybe a a couple more weeks. Let's be honest. It's probably going to be a month's worth of time. Yeah, so we're going to be bullshitting for a couple of months, for a few more weeks. Because, AKA um, what we got degrees in. Yeah. So You're going to tell me that we, we didn't get, we got degrees in, like, production, which is, in mm-hmm. the words of, uh, what's his name? It wasn't Swingley, it was the other guy, the audio guy. Oh, uh, Sonny? Sonny. In the words of Sonny, we have degrees in bullshitting. And in I bullshit. loved, I loved that phrasing of our degree so much that I want, yes. I want that. I don't want like the mm. stupid diploma. I just want degree in bullshit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for the next couple of weeks, because neither of us really um, want to do like a month's worth of episodes without Caleb. And we also don't want to do the movie synopsis because that's what Caleb does. Correct. <laughs> for the time being, we are doing. Just little special one-off episodes where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to regarding movies. Wait, we're on cut right now? We're in my universe? My god. No, we're not, this is not an episode of cut. It's still BPP. We're still talking. It's Cut is, you know, a more free-form. It's free-form jazz, man. It's free-form yeah. jazz. And this is more like regular jazz where we can still improv, but we do have a little bit of a structure. Ah, the boring shit. All right. So without further ado, let's dive right into today's episode of... The Binge Picture Podcast. And we're back. Yes. This so, is the Ross. Picture Podcast. Last week, you did the thing where you oh, didn't on. tell let, me. Let me get to the... Hmm. Let me get to the intro real quick, and then hmm. we'll dive into the topic you picked. Well, fine. This is the Binge Picture Podcast. A podcast where um, most weeks we're going to talk about a movie that won Best Picture at the Oscars, and we're going to watch all of them in a completely random order. But right now, since we are down one host for a couple more weeks, Dylan and I are just doing whatever the fuck we want. I am one of your co-hosts. Basketball fan. Big fan of the Phoenix motherfucking Suns going to the NBA Finals. (laughs) Ross Bembenek. And I am the angriest boy, the man who channels all the rage found in this world, puts it into a human vessel, and splurges it out. I said splurge, I'm rolling with it, um, into human form. I am Dylan, angry boy, Bateson. And it's my turn. It's my turn. This is our second episode, Sans Mm -hmm. Caleb. And I surprised Dylan with a topic last week. It was our movie draft. Mm -hmm. Um... So this week it's Dylan's turn to surprise me with a topic. Yes, um, it is, I'm- Ross. And I have thought long and hard over the past hour about how to surprise <laughs> you, about how to make it fun, about how to make it excellent. And I've come up with a thing, a 50-50 split, some might say, of a 10 okay. list. Here's what we will do. In today's episode, we will take five episode. we will take five movies to splurge about that we love each, and then five okay. movies that we hate. 
Ooh, okay. Like with a passion of God. Oh boy. So we, you know, I felt like just being full angry boy and just being like, "Fuck these movies," but that, there's too much of that in the world. There's too much of that in the world. Buzzfeed feeds off it. Other vultures feed off it. So I say, let's bring some love back into this. Let's let's Although bring some this, kindness. I will. I will say though. Um, mm-hmm. Five movies we love and five movies we hate is mm-hmm. like a BuzzFeed article title. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I've been caught! No, but legitimately, this is all I just wanted to do. I just want to take like five movies we don't like, five movies we do like, just have some fun with it, and just rage and vent. Alright, well, let me pull up my letterboxed real quick. Oh, I'm going off uh, the cuff with that. I don't. I didn't prepare. I just went... Oh, I'm not prepared with... either. I just need to, you know, especially for the movies that I don't like, I need to find... And you know, I need to sort by um, lowest rating first. So who's going first? You or me? Let's roll the magic dice. Let's roll the magic oh, yes, yes, yes. math dice. Well, I have I'm to find a new one. D20. Fucking D- okay, so a 20. All right. Because my cat stole one. That of slut. I know. She's a brat. Okay, I got a 17. 17? I got a 13. Okay, now since I get to go first, I want you to pick, is it love or hate? Let's start off positive. Let's go love first. Love? I don't know if I said this last week with my wild card of my, one of my three wild cards, mind you. I absolutely love the movie Knight's Tale. Knight's Tale is just a fantastic movie (laughs) with great editing, great just like, it's the perfect idea of, I want to do this. Wait, but do you want to make it like an epic, like a period piece? Kinda. Wait. Why do I see Queen lyrics in the budget? Don't listen. Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh shit, Dylan, you froze on me for a I'm second. I'm fine. I'm fine. You froze on me too. Okay. But yeah, okay. no, it's just a great movie with a lot, a lovable cast, a lovable group of characters, and they're all just like the misfit toys. You can't not root for them. And also Heath Ledger, humana 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 humana. Can I let you in on a little secret, Dylan? Yeah. I still haven't seen a Night's Tale. You ignorant bastard! <laughs> Yeah. I demand retribution. It, dude, that movie's been on my watch list for so long. I just have. Dude, it's just so great it. on how just like it's just the like I, as you know, as the angriest boy, I have the biggest like fuck it energy. Let's just roll with the punches and see what it gives us. That of movie course. is like perfection of just like let's just let's just have like a little fun sequence with modern songs and like mm-hmm. all that. And it's just a good overtone of you can do whatever the hell you want yeah. as long as like, you keep working some- for it. I've seen clips here and there, but I've never watched the whole thing. Not out of lack of wanting to, just there's so many movies out there. You have a long list and it never gets shorter. Okay, Dylan, I promise you this right now. Mm -hmm. Next recording, Mm -hmm. I will have watched A Knight's Tale and I will give you my opinion on it. I will, I need that in writing and or text format. I'll text, I'm texting it to you right now. Good. Don't you worry. This is what I require. So, and then if you don't watch it, I'm just going to, like, I don't have our Twitter <laughs> login. I'm going to have you tweet for me a certain phrase. <laughs> do we have a deal? If I don't... Do we have a deal? Yes, if I do not watch A Knight's Tale by the time... Yes, you. I will tweet... You, I will quote you in a tweet and send it out. And I will also put it on Facebook so everybody knows I'm a little bitch. <laughs> I'm for this. Hold on. I'm, I'm absolutely you. for this. All right. All right. It is sent. Text is sent. You have it in writing. Excellent. I look at my phone as it charges. I see a text message. It looks fantastic. All right. All right. So, your turn, buddy boy. My turn. One movie. Well, first of five, I guess, that I really, really like. Yeah. Again, it's... You got, we can't put all the negativity in one spot. 
Hmm. Do I go with this or do I go with that? Do, do I, I go, go with this, this or do I go, or do with, I go that? with that? See, I don't want to pick a best picture winner because we are inevitably do it. going Just to talk about it. Just do it. I don't it. care. No. Oh, fuck it. Shaun of the Dead, dude. Yeah, Shaun 100%. Of the Dead. That's that's a cop-out for you, but like, you know. It is a cop-out, but it's so good. Yeah. I'll give you, you know that. how I feel about Edgar Wright? Oh, Edgar Wright. Long may he reign. Long yes, may he reign. It's, I think Shaun of the Dead is his second best movie, mm-hmm. but I also picked I picked Hot Fuzz last week, so I'm not going to pick Hot Fuzz um, in this episode. Nah, um, that's true. But uh, Shaun of the Dead just, it, like, what Edgar Wright did with the Cornetto trilogy and just kind of lampooning various genres while also making really good genre flicks, like, and Shaun of the Dead being such a really good take on a horror zombie movie while also being just flat out hilarious because Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are just fucking hilarious. Agreed. And also something that I absolutely love about that movie, you learn the entire plot in the first scene with the pub. Yes. You just like it's yes. just like the like the writing and all that makes it fantastic. Yes. I mean, aside from being a great director, I think Edgar Wright is just an absolutely incredible writer. Mm-hmm. Like, the scripts in his movies are just so tight and so well edited. Mm-hmm. Dude, the dude hasn't made a bad movie yet. Don't don't jinx him like that, brother. What are you doing? I'm just saying, none of his movies so far have been bad. True. And, as I mean, from everything I've seen for his next movie coming out, this coming October... Mm-hmm. holy shit it looks oh that incredible. movie looks great it's like last, last night in soho yes last night in soho the dude made a fucking great. giallo film and i am so excited same all right it's time for hate it's time, time for rage hatred rage so my first one is american assassin god that movie is horrible dog shit in the past times <laughs> that i have seen a movie back in that time when movie pass existed oh my god does that movie like reek among the dog shit i have never once not once thought i want to walk out of a movie theater in this movie in this goddamn movie since it was technically for free i wanted to leave i wanted to leave and never look back I'm over two, dude. I haven't seen that either. Good. <laughs> don't don't give that movie your time. It's fucking oh. dog shit. It's like terrible. It's like a stereotypical spy movie. Like and like mm. it's just so much layers of cheese with terrible writing. Like it's just a cheesy spy movie. But no one cares. Like Michael Keaton sucks. Dylan O'Brien sucks. Wait, Taylor- Michael Keaton's in it. Michael Keaton's in it. Oh damn! I love Michael Keaton. He's bad in the movie. And, like, oh. they expect you to, like, give a shit about all these characters and, like, these moments where the character, like, the reason why is, like, Dylan O'Brien's trying to revenge his uh, wife who was killed in a terrorist attack, not on U.S. soil, but in a different hmm. place. And yeah. um, they're just like, oh, he's learned. He's in the cells. And then the government recruits him just because he trained and, like, got there to be, like, uh. a shooty-shooty bad guy. Like, shoot shoot all the bad guys. And, like, oh, my God, it's all dog shit. <laughs> There's nothing redeemable about the movie. Like, the cinematography's okay from memory, but oh my god, the script is terrible, the acting is bland, and, the mu- and like, the setup is fucking awful. Like, when a character dies in, like, this big dramatic decision in the third act, I'm like, good, she was terrible! Kill her! <laughs> it brings spice to the movie! Tell me how you really feel, dude. Damn. Uh... Alright, you ready for mine? Yeah. All right, I've got. I actually already got my first two hates, but I'll. Just oh, give you I've, one I have. I've had three in this time. 
right. Uh, my first one is Netflix's Bright. Oh, my God. Directed by David, David Ayer. David Ayer. He had a really um, good movie in End of Watch. I haven't, and, I haven't seen End of Watch. Dude, um, it's a I great not, movie. It's a fantastic movie tell, told mm-hmm. like through the uh, body cams. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. movie. It kind of shot him to fame through that. And he tried to do that with Bright. Oh, my God. Oh, if you want to yeah. tell a better story like that, make it a series, man. You can't just throw yeah. everything. At, like You can't exposition dump. I know. It's... It, it's not like this. It's not like it didn't have potential because I think there is potential in the idea of like a fantasy world mixed in with our own. Yeah, it's easily done. But also, oh, that just—I just heard a big pop. Um, yeah, we're recording this on too. July first, so and I live across from a cornfield, so you're doomed. You're doomed. Yeah, Your gonna, audio is we, fucked. We might hear some fucking fireworks, mm-hmm. but um, the script is just a fucking mess of yeah. exposition and bad dialogue, and. Aside from that, the dude that wrote it's a piece of shit. Is Max David Ayer a piece of shit? No, no, no. David Ayer didn't write it. Who wrote Max it? Max Landis wrote it. Um, <gasps> Why does that name sound familiar? Quickly, to um, the his, research so team. His dad, his dad is John Landis, who um, was a comedy director in the 80s. He wrote Chronicle. That seems okay. Um, but Max Landis has... Um, uh, Why does his face uh, make me want to punch him? He's a predatory asshole. Oh, shit. Um, kill him. Yeah, not kill him, but shit. just beat him. And he tweeted while he was writing Bright that this script was his Star Wars. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I normally don't like bashing filmmakers because mm-hmm. you know what you put the work in, and it, even if the movie's not that good, you still worked your ass off. And yeah, made something mm-hmm. that people are going to see and people are watching. Yeah, but Max Landis is a huge piece of shit who. Um, abuses people um so, so fuck him fuck that guy yeah and bright fucking sucks like bright bright, it, bright is a terrible horrible. movie like it's horrible like you have like like joel egerton just from being in the makeup deserves a prop and that's about it like will yeah. smith is will smith in the movie like i mean will smith, i mean at this point in his career will smith is will smith in every everything. movie he's yeah. not characters anymore he's will smith yeah i agree um, I will. I mean, Joel Edger, Egerton, Edgerton, how, however you Whatever. say his last name, he, yeah. he does his best. I've yeah. never, I've never had a problem with him in any of the roles he's taken, and I think he's a good actor. Yeah, it's just a good actor can only do so much when the sh- script is so fucking bad, and you don't really have time to love the characters at all in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Right. Dylan, give us a movie you love. Movie that I love. Ugh. How do I count the ways? Um, so something that I really love is an animated tale. Again, I'm just going to say movies you've never heard of. Um, the movie is called The Boy and the Beast. It's a fantastic story. Again, I don't care you haven't seen it. I know you haven't seen it just because I watch all the outside shit. Um, something that uh, that's great about it is just like it's a lost kid who doesn't really know much and doesn't really have his father figure in his life and then it's about japan where these were alongside the human world there's this beast world where bipedal beasts exist and they have emotions and all that and you mm-hmm. meet komatetsu which literally means bear guy which is fantastic because he's a bear um <laughs> <laughs> and um it's just great because the characters are really well rounded the story get, takes time to evolve the characters evolve well you can tell how each character works off each other and the animation is just breathtaking. Like, the hairs. It's like hand-drawing Sully from Monsters, Inc., and you can tell the detail. Oh, 
Is it CG gener? Is it like CG animation? So or is it hand-drawn? no, it's it's hand drawn. Like the oh, the nice. wider the wider shots are CG because no one's gonna take the time to do that, and that's fine. Mm. That's all well and good. There's no reason to do that if you have that cheap way out. But as long as the mm-hmm. main center stage is hand drawn and fantastic, nice. Um, hold up, what's it called again? I'm gonna look it up real quick and the boy and the beast. The boy and the beast boy and the beast it's a fantastic film if you haven't seen it all seven of you who listen to this podcast i'd recommend it heavily it's very emotionally driven it's uh based on the idea of action but it's not fully i i like fully directed towards it it's more or less a character tale oh shit toho produced it yes toho sir good work yes sir love, love me some toho movies mm-hmm. your oh. turn movie you love let's movie go i love okie Doki. I, for my second one, I'm going to go with 2002's Hero. 2002's Hero. Why does that sound familiar? It is a Chinese action flick starring Jet Li, Tony Leung Chuai, Maggie Chung, and Donnie oh, Yen. Why is, why is it that? Sorry, you know, give me a second. I, I know you've talked about I, this movie. I know I've talked about this movie. Yep, I've talked about this movie. Oh my god, this movie's yep. great. This movie's great. I love this I movie. I know, it's incredible. Um, so Jet Li plays the nameless assassin who um, sought, who basically... Who seeks to kill the, for the Emperor of Chin. The one yes. and only Emperor of Chin. Yes, the one, the the most powerful powerful warlord, essentially, in mm-hmm. pre-unified he conquered, China. No, he, in that, at that point in his career, he did unify what was known as the Middle True. Kingdom. Yes, but um, it's basically a Rashomon-esque tale of him recounting his story of killing these three main assassins mm-hmm. um, who are played by Donnie Yen, Maggie Chung, and Tony Leung Chuai, who all three of those actors, dude. They carry weight. Insane. They carry a lot of weight. Like, mm-hmm. in terms all of the- acting and what they do in, like, the... Um, just from the choreography standpoint, which is fantastic. And like, it's, it's a martial arts film, but it's the single most beautifully shot martial arts film I've ever seen. Like, yeah, dude, use... like everything about it from like every motion, every piece of thing on that film is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it tells the story. The use of color throughout the film is, ins- yep. is mm-hmm. it, it's like, dude, I can't, I watched it for the first time two or three months ago and i really ha- yeah shit like, I, I only saw it for the first time a few months ago but like, damn it shot up my list into like my favorite movies of all time mm. so fast great it's movie so good fantastic movie yeah. everything about it is fantastic yes um it's on a- hbo max yes it's on hbo max it is very much so on hbo max there is no excuse for people to not watch it unless you don't have absolute- hbo max <laughs> yeah, i mean unless you don't have hbo max then stream it illegally you- we don't sponsor that but you know it's out there <laughs> yeah. but also like what are you doing without hbo max dude it is the best streaming service right it now. is it is in terms of i mean it interface is a little wonky sometimes but tis life the, the selection itself best out there yeah you can't top it especially when you also have curb your enthusiasm to go along with the movie <laughs> Great so, show. Um, this bit has been brought to you by HBO Max. Um, please sponsor us. We want your money. We want your money, business daddy. HBO Max, please sponsor us. <laughs> Give us money, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant it's an AT&T joke. It's a Warner joke, but continue. Uh, oh, wait, no, it's um, my turn to go to hate. Yeah, it's your turn. Movie you hate, go. 
God's Not Dead is the fucking... <laughs> I hate all of them. I hate all these movies with these religious, pr- like, pretensions shoved up their ass. I hate them all. I, it's not just God's Not Dead. It's the first one I saw, but it's, like, this general idea of all these movies who think that they're not living in, like, this Christian cool world, like, in America oh. specifically. Like, dude... Calm the, the fuck persecution down. complex. The persecution yeah. complex on these motherfuckers. Like, y- y'all's religion has ruled the world for 2,000 fucking years, and you think you're being persecuted so much that you have to make a movie called God's Not Dead? Like, what the fuck? Just because there's an uptick in, like, agnostic and atheist ideas mm-hmm. within the younger generation, that's okay. Yeah. You've been winning for years, for decades, for centuries. <laughs> Oh god, fuck that movie! I haven't even seen that movie, but fuck oh, that movie so, so like much. I had to go through it, but like it was like an hour and a half of my life will never get back. But literally every ten minutes is me just banging my head against a wall, just because of like yeah. how like because the way it opens up is like the professor's like ah. Now tell me why God's dead. I'm like, no professor in their goddamn no. right mind would tell yeah. you to do that. That is the that is the portrayal of a college professor by a like a writer who has never gone met a to college a college, professor. never went yeah. to college. Yeah, it's that it's just <sighs> such fucking it, philosophically Ugh. and just morally bullshit. Yeah. What is it though? <laughs> also, fuck the duck, duck Dynasty people. They're in that movie and fuck them. Oh yeah, fuck those guys. Fuck them. All right, um, do you want to hear mine? This one might be a little divisive. I'm not Ooh. sure how you're going to react to this one. A Christmas Story. The one where the angel gets his wings? No, no, no. That's that's It's a Wonderful Life, and I love that movie. Christmas Story. You, I guarantee you you've seen it. Probably. It's, one of the, it's um, I think, filmed in Indiana. It takes place in Indiana. Oh, it's my like God. You don't like this movie? I... Well, hate guess what? I don't like it story. either. I don't hate it, but oh, I don't like it. Okay. Mainly you, from the you, poster alone. I hate that uh-huh. poster with a passion. I know. It's just so obnoxious. Oh, my God. It's like so. It. It's like it's mu- it's much like the God's Not Dead kind of. We have a theme here. Um, it's much well, like this. It's not. It's, it is it's to not baby like, boomers. It is to baby boomers what Elf is to millennials. I agree with that. Elf is actually good. Yeah. Like, A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. The kids are so fucking annoying and obnoxious. Horribly annoying. And uh, I think there is one bit, there's one joke in the movie that I ever laugh at. Mm-hmm. It's when they get the box. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know where you're going it, with it's this, It's yeah. fragile on there, and it's like, fragile. Yeah. It must be Italian. That's the one joke in the movie I laugh at. Everything else, I'm just sitting there waiting for the fucking movie to end. Once we get to that point, I'm like, okay, I can just get on my phone now because I don't give a shit about the rest of this movie. <laughs> I agree with that. So, um, Christmas Story. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Also, I just want to clarify something. This isn't a number list. It's just movies that come to our head. Yeah, these are. Yeah, I have not prepped for this at all. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I didn't just... prep for it either. I just thought, I can open with these two. Yep, I keep bouncing back and forth between sorting by highest rating first and lowest <laughs> rating first on Letterbox to pick movies out. All right, my turn for love. Yes, your turn for love. This is your I third. love. Yeah, it's my this third. Is your third love. My third, third love. love. My third love goes to the night before. It was a comedy that got released in oh, like 2015 with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Anthony Mackie. 
Yes. That yes, movie's I, fantastic. Two holiday movies right in a row. I didn't plan that, but I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's a fantastic movie, honestly. Like, of course, it's mm-hmm. not going to be everyone's cup of tea because it's like drugs and all that. It's like Seth it, Rogen comedy. It's a, it's a Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, it's a Seth Rogen comedy, but it's also combined with this like fantastic tale of friendship, family, love, mm-hmm. loss, and just moving on with life. Like, it's a fantastic tale of that. Like... With one, Justin Gore Levitt is, I love him to death, and he's fantastic. And Oh, he's a great actor. He's, he's a great awesome. actor. Same with Rogan, same with Mackie, and the ensemble cast that I can't remember the names. I can see their faces, and I apologize. And majority of them are women. Um, Michael Shannon's in it as the best angel oh, ever. Dude, I, he's know great. I love me some Michael Shannon. He just, like, smokes some weed in a blunt, and he goes, I've earned these now. And he gets wings, and he flies up. I'm dude, just like, that's fantastic. You know I love me some Michael Shannon. I fucking love that, dude. You know what's fantastic about that movie? You've seen it, right? No, I have uh, not seen a single one of the five of movies you've listed bitch. so far. <laughs> I don't like you. I'm joking. I love you. Um, no. So there's a scene. So they filmed this in winter, in like summer in New York, but they yeah. have to portray like it's in winter. Yeah. So there's a scene where like they've iced the roads and like there's mm-hmm. his car. We can take Michael Shannon's car so like we can get to the hospital because the baby might be born. But if you look behind them, there's just pavement. And no snow. Like, the snow stops at a certain part. Just a little movie goof. It's fantastic. It's like it's like the goof when um, uh, Carl Urban gets back on his horse in t- Two Towers and his sword falls off. Mm-hmm. It's like that, and I love those goofs. They're fantastic. I'm pulling something up real quick. Oh, no. The research department. Are you betraying mm. me? All right. Are you ready for my third love? Yes, sir. All right, I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see how long it takes you to figure out what movie it is from this little speech from it. Oh, no. My name is Lieutenant Aldo Rain, oh, and no. I'm putting together a special team. Oh, no. And I need me eight soldiers. Eight Jewish American soldiers. Oh, this is Inglorious Bastards. Yes, sir. <laughs> we are doing one thing and, and one, one thing, thing only. only. Killing Nazis. <laughs> oh, God, I fucking love English. I, you know I love Terrence. I have a perfect awesome Italian accent. <laughs> grazie. Yeah, grazie. <laughs> I mean, I love it not just because it's one of Tarantino's best movies and mm-hmm. anybody who disagrees can eat shit. Um, <gasps> I don't. Um, that's what yeah, you heard me. <laughs> anybody who disagrees that this is not what this is not top tier Tarantino can eat shit. This movie's <laughs> incredible. Um, You've heard it here first. But I have been on the comedic Brad Pitt is the best Brad Pitt bandwagon for years now. Oh yeah, he when and Brad Pitt doesn't give a fuck, his like per, his like his mantra of acting comes out. It's great. Bra- comedic Brad Pitt is the best Brad Pitt, and this is Exhibit A. Yeah, because that dude's comedic timing is just perfect. Yeah, like in. And Glorious Bastards, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Burn After Reading. I haven't seen he, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet. It's so good. Uh, Tarantino really just said, he said, he basically said, no plot, just vibes, and it's awesome. <laughs> gotcha, okay. It's just chilling until it goes crazy at the end because it's a Tarantino movie. But um, As expected. Back, back, oh, fuck, excuse me. But back to Glorious Bastards. <clears throat> Fucking shit. You're dying. And I had a really big piece of cake, and it's messing up my <laughs> Um, dude, the action sequences are, are fantastic. 
the right. I mean, it's a fucking Tarantino movie. So of course the writing is going to be great. The cinematography is great. The cast is incredible. And again, this has also been a bit of a theme on our podcast. We really like it when people kill Nazis in brutal, <laughs> brutal ways. I wonder why that is. Yeah, because um, let's see. We talked about Raiders of the Lost Ark last week. And I know we've talked about it at some point mm-hmm. in the um, podcast, but brutally murdering Nazis is something that needs to happen more often in movies. I agree with that statement. And, uh, you know, they beat the shit out of that one with a baseball bat. Such yes. a great idea. Oh, God, I love it so much. When mm-hmm. they beat that Nazi to death with a baseball bat, it's very satisfying. <sighs> but, uh, that's we're my a bunch of sick love. motherfuckers, are we? No, we we're are. not. No, we're no. not. Because <laughs> no, fuck the no. Nazis. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's my, third, that's my third love. What is your third hate? All right, so I've bitched about this movie a lot. I want to see if you can guess this by the time. It's involved in a cinematic universe. And it involves... It's, it's mainly around the end of it. Like the end of the most recent before Endgame. It's Captain Marvel. It is Captain Marvel. I do not like Captain Marvel. <laughs> I know you don't like Captain Marvel. I do not yeah. like Captain Marvel. So here's my thing. This is, this I got... is also the first movie you've mentioned this whole episode that I've seen. Great. Love it. Love to hear it, Schnookums. Um, my thing is about this movie is that I can't relate to Space Jesus. That mm. is my biggest takeaway from this movie. I get for a lot of people that this character is written very cookie cutterly, where she's like, whoo, I got up and did the cross arm thing and like told the men to fuck off. All for that. If you want a cookie cutter thing like that, cool. I just want to see the character go through something. I just want to see the character mm-hmm. not immediately, like, in one scene you see her immediately get taken out by the zappy thing, like the taser. And then mm-hmm. in the next scene when she's breaking out, she just powers through it. I'm like, set the boundaries. Just. Just do something. I did like the you thing. Want there to be, you want there to be more of a climb to get to where she's. Yeah, instead of just like most a, powerful instead of in the like universe. the the AI just being like ha 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 ha. I'm making fun mm. of you for this shit. And like it's cool, like how they did the thing with the scrolls because scrolls are usually just terrible shitheads who are trying to I invade love the planet. Plot That's yeah, a good plot no, twist. that was great. I vibe with it. I vibe with that because it flipped expectations for people who've read comics. Good call. At the same time, oh my god, it's so boring. Also, <laughs> fuck how they made Nick Fury lose his eye. Fuck it. Fuck it all. <laughs> fuck the cat. I know it's not a cat, but fuck it still. I like Captain Marvel. It's Shut not, up. It's def- no, we're not done. No, not. You're, I don't want to hear. I'm I'm in angry mode. Leave me alone. Go, go to your hate. Go to your hate. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you defend is, the movie that's bad. This might be another divisive one. Oh, shoot. Richard Linklater's Boyhood. Oh, my God. Really? I fucking hate Boyhood. Really? I hate it what, so like, much. Like, what brings out this hate? Because I'm fairly neutral on the film. Like, I couldn't give a fuck or l- less about it. <laughs> I th- I think that the entire hullabaloo praise for the film is just because it is Linklater, and he's like, oh, I, sp- I spent 12 years filming this movie. And I'm like, okay, well, you made a fucking boring movie, dude. Like, there's nothing special about this plot. The only special thing about it is that every other year you'd call up the cast and be like, hey, are you free this week? You want to come fucking film this week? <laughs> is Ethan Hawke at least okay in that movie? The Ethan Hawk gives a good performance. Like the, it's, I don't have a problem with the performances. It's just the fact that the the idea. I like the like concept of just filming something for a week, like every year. That seems cool. Uh, like, it's but just, like if you want to make a plot around good. it, you if you want to make a plot around it, you got to make it a great plot. And 
it's not it's nothing special i just don't mm-hmm. think the plot is anything special and uh, i don't know man i have never really vibed with boyhood which but is it, weird it because i normally hate. it brings out this more sounds yeah, like dude, indifference I, than hate no dude i can't fucking stand it really, I really can't mm. um it, which is really weird because i really really like a lot of other mm-hmm. richard linklater movies like the dude's made some awesome movies like bernie school of rock dazed and confused like, he the, huh this man has made these fantastic films and he made that yeah. yes and he, um have you seen everybody wants some yes yeah, dude's Linklater's made awesome movies. He made the uh, before the before trilogy. Like mm-hmm. he's made awesome movies. Yeah, and the fact that this is kind of taken over as his most popular one, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Dude, Dazed and Confused it's, is miles above what this what Boyhood is. I know Dazed and Confused is absolutely. It's a timeless incredible. classic, even yeah. though like some things don't age well, like the predatory things of uh, Matthew McConaughey's character. But that's beside the point. And they do play it up as. This dude's not a good dude. No, they play it off. like a hero. No, no one in that movie is particularly the good guy. But yeah, boyhood. Big thumbs down for me. So that's three likes. So we've just had our three likes and three dislikes. Correct. From each of us. So Dylan, Mm -hmm. give me your fourth. My fourth love. And I just had it. Oh, it's back in my head. Hardcore Henry. 100%. 100%. This movie is fantastic. And ever, you haven't seen this movie, have you? Another movie I haven't fucking seen. I'm one for four. Yeah, what I've only the seen... actual shit fuck God? Seen... No, wait, I'm one for this is your I'm one for eight. I'm one for seven. This is, this is your seventh movie. I've only seen one of them so far. And uh, it was one of your hates. And I it liked was. it. I did it. It's, it's a bad movie and no one could tell me otherwise. Like, it's cool. Like, the performances are neat. I liked all of it. It's just such a fun film from start to beginning. And, like, mm-hmm. just because it's that first-person perspective, it's also just, like, you don't know what's happening because the character doesn't know what's happening. It's just fantastic. Mm. And also the action behind it is utterly sexy. <laughs> All of it is sexy. And also, think- um, uh, Charito Copley? Charlotte Copley. Charlotte Copley's in it, and he plays all these different characters and all that. He, nice. he of course, he obviously steals the show if you play like five characters in one mm-hmm. movie. But the way he's a good he, actor, I like him. He's a great actor, and it's he shines in this movie. And just like the amount of, I've never seen a Queen song used to watch as someone just brutally beats the shit out of everyone. But I did mm-hmm. in that movie, and now I'm, and now I'm like, what other songs can be violent from Queen? <laughs> Your love, my darling. Okay, so uh, part of me wants to say the Lonely Islands Bash Brothers special, but that's not really a movie. That's more like a 37-minute long music video, but it is also perfect, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to pick that. I just wanted to get it out there because I love it. So there's two that I can't choose between right now. Mm-hmm. And actually, oh, fuck, I have two selections left. So these are my Yeah, last two. I was going to say, wait, you're fine. I have two, I have two loves left. So um, mm-hmm. first one, I'm going to go with Uncut Gems because I can't not go with Uncut Gems. I haven't seen that movie yet. Oh, dude. I heard that, like, Adam Sandler just blew it out of the park. Which... Do you want to have a... Oh, how long is this? How long is it? Two hours? Yeah, it's do you want to have a 136-minute-long panic attack as no, Adam Sandler barely... makes every wrong decision I can at barely, every single point I can barely survive a 10-minute panic attack caused by me. I needed an aspirin after what? this movie, Dylan. I what? Was... He may... 
Adam Sandler, it, it is the best Adam Sandler performance of his career. And I shit you not, he makes the wrong decision every single time he needs to make a decision. <laughs> it is incredible. And Lake Heath Stanfield's in it. He's awesome. Kevin Garnett is one of the best acting turns from an athlete, like, <laughs> surprisingly, in this movie. I didn't know he could act. I didn't either. I don't think he knew. <laughs> I yeah. didn't. But, uh, Uncut Gems, dude. Sandler was snubbed for a Best Actor nomination. Um, I don't really care Uncut. for any of those awards, man. As long as, like, the people know he did fantastic. He... He won. He won. I think the Independent Spirit Award for it. So That's good. He, it's not like he went completely unnoticed, and I think it's probably like number two on my list from 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, the only movie it loses out to is Parasite, which uh, for obvious fucking, reasons, I mean, it's fucking Parasite. <laughs> um, but Uncut Gems. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, dude, it's on Netflix. Watch it. Heard. I'm telling you right now, dude. Do I need to sign so... a? Do I need to sign a thing like you did for Night's Tale? Yeah, yeah. So my homework for this week is watching Night's Tale. Your homework is watching Uncut Gems. I'm sending the text now. Yes. In one week's time, I, Dylan, Leroy, Joseph, Dingleberry, Bateson, will watch Uncut Gems. You, you fucking better, dude. It's so good. All right. Uh, we're on to hate now, right? Yes. We're I, on to your I've honestly, like... Week. I've like I I had it I had it oh now I remember because we were talking about Adam Sandler fuck Waterboy fuck Waterboy oh, dude, I hate Waterboy Waterboy the Waterboy is such bullshit it's like such oh bullshit. my god I've never felt so much of my brain cells die during a movie and it was all because I was held hostage during our high school years because homecoming week happened and we had to be an SRT for the longest time so the SRT mm-hmm. teacher like just loves the loves that movie. And he played it, and I'm Gross. literally just like, my head hurts from the stupid. I need to not be here anymore. God. Yeah. That movie. Like, ugh. It's really, a, it's it's very offensive. It's well, it's, it doesn't not, age well easily. No, I mean, it's a 90s comedy. Of course, it's not going to fucking age well, but there are mm-hmm. some that age way worse than others. Yeah. Like Step Brothers. There are a couple jokes that they'll say, and you're like, oh, that didn't age soup. That didn't age well. Nope, but the but movie the as most a whole part, is okay. Yeah, for the most part, Step Brothers has aged pretty well. Anchorman, yeah. for the most part, aged it's pretty, pretty well. well. Uh, Anchorman but, 2 has also aged pretty well because it just did a political, it did a satire of the modern day news world. But beside yeah, the points, Waterboy. Waterboy did not oh age well. Oh my and God. Also it fucking sucked when it came out. It sucked when it came out, and like, it's just this crap movie with nothing mm-hmm. really to it that doesn't really give, like, this. I, I know it's Adam Sandler doing Adam Sandler writing probably Happy Gilmore after it. It probably the, came out. As I think, Happy Gilmore's fun. I love Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is a good movie. I don't know why he thought this stupid movie making fun of an autistic kid would be a good political move for his career. Yeah. Again, it's the like, it, it's the it's the whatever year. So you know, people mm. said the R word more frequently, and you know, but that was uh, when they use it that frequently in that movie. It's it's just fucking uncomfortable. To Horribly, watch. I can't. Horribly, stand it. we've gotten I, better as people. Shit, I'm trying to scroll through here and find a movie that I hate enough to. Come on, buddy. There's gotta be a Marvel about. movie you hate. Actually, wait, there's no Marvel wait. movie. There's another David Ayer movie you could pick. There is. Do you want me to just spit it out there? Yeah, just do it. 
Fucking Suicide Squad. That movie is dog it. shit. That movie it's is so capital bad. A dog shit. Do you remember the time before I had seen it, we went to a bar together and I just got really drunk and talked about how bad it was and I hadn't even seen it yet. <laughs> and then you text me the next day. What were we talking about? Suicide Squad. I'm like, I've never seen that movie. I'm like, what? Yeah, and well, then that's the thing. I watched like three days later, and I was like, "Oh shit, I was fucking right. This sucks." Oh my god, the, there's only like one good spot in that movie, and it's when Deadshot takes control and just starts going. See, and that's like, back, and that's like thirty seconds. Looking back, I can say like a couple minor positives about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Margot Robbie's great as Harley Quinn. Very much true. That's why she's back in Suicide um, Squad too. But also David Ayer's really, really creepy and male gazy with the way he frames and shoots Margot Robbie. Yeah. Um, it's uncomfortable a lot of yeah, times. Which, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Captain Boomerang's great. I think he's just no, as a character. So here's the thing. Jai Courtney, when he gets a passion project, is great. Like, mm-hmm. he knows how to act and he knows how to do it. He just gets a lot of... He's, he's very much, like, into the stereotypical, I'm tough, look at me tough. But, like, mm-hmm. if you get him a, ca- a guy with character, he's done. Yeah. But, uh, and... Suicide but the movie's not... terrible. Like, yeah, they tried to make off. Guardians. It's... They tried to do Guardians it... again, but no one gave a shit about the characters. And also, when you have 30 minutes of exposition about all the people who are going to be in the squad oh God, and it doesn't yes. work... And they had, so basically what they did was they took the script for Guardians of the Galaxy. Took a shit it, in it. <laughs> they took a shit on it and dumped it in Hot Topic juice. <laughs> can, can you make that an official review somewhere? I will. I will I will make that my official Reddit, or um, not Reddit, Letterboxd review for um, Suicide Squad. So that brings us to your last love. Oh, last love. I've actually been debating this in my head for a minute. And it just, I don't really, I, I don't know. Like, it's, you know what? Go with another movie you've probably never seen, and I'm going to roll with it. Summer Wars. I have not seen that. I knew you I wouldn't. Just... Now, so I'm going to lead you into this. Did you watch the Digimon movie back in, like, 2000? I'm sure I did, but I don't remember it. God damn it. Never mind. Well, basically, that guy made basically the same movie, but with family at the center of it. About, like, this really big, like, really cool family. And, like, it vibed with me on a very personal level because I have a really big family on my mom's side. And it was just cool to kind of see that, like, unfold and, like, do all that and have, like, this interesting cast of characters of a grandma who's, like, mm-hmm. 94 in that. But, like, at one point she takes a Naginata, grabs it, and just charges, like, her son, essentially. And, like, threatens to kill her with the Naginata, which is, like, weird to see a 94 grandma. But, like, the visuals behind it are great because it's, like, this big cyber world. And, like, you basically Mm -hmm. have avatars that talk. And, like, the U.S. government releases, accidentally releases this virus um, that tries to blow up the world. And you know how how it's saved? How the world is saved? Through a game of Koi Koi, which is a uh, Japanese card playing game. Is it an animated film? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I've not seen that. <laughs> I know. Now we I'm need to for like we need to play now. the game. We need to play the game where like I I've had this idea for a show and I'll talk about it later. But continue. Mm. Yeah, I am one for nine on your movies. <laughs> uh, fuck. All right. Um, do you want my last love? Yes, please. Michael Mann's Collateral, starring Tom Cruise. And Jamie Foxx. Oh my god, that movie's great. 
That movie it is great. Fucks so hard. That movie is fantastic. It's so Co- intense. Collateral fucks, and it fucks hard. <laughs> there are movies that are good. There are movies that are great. And then there are movies that fuck. <laughs> this movie fucks. It's not it's sexy. So... It makes babies. It's not, yeah, it, no, it's not, it's not a sexy movie. Like there's, I mean, well, it's sexy in its own way, but like, it's not like a sensual movie. There's no like sex scenes no, or anything like this that. This movie's intense but, as fuck and it, it just fucks. fucks. You like, don't know what's going to happen. better than that. Yeah. You know, I in some movies you like, you can like kind of figure out what's going to happen. You only figure out what mm-hmm. kind of is going to happen because it falls a trope, but you do not know what's happening in this movie. Unless you've yeah. seen it before. This movie Jamie Foxx is incredible. Mm-hmm. This is one of Tom Cruise's best performances. 100%. That dude's had some really good ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know any other way to describe it. But other this movie fucks. It fucks. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. So you, you like Collateral, right? You like oh, it, Oh, right? it's a fantastic movie. I All love right. it to death. So I feel Dylan, like I, I feel like in that movie, I'll give you the hate in a minute, but like you know how Tom Cruise mm. looks in that movie with like the white out hair and all that. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's him when like the Scientology Church needs him to go killer commando. <laughs> right. Oh my hate! So you're last. Uh, I've got mine. I, I've, I've got mine I've, ready to go. I don't have a hate right now. I've got mine ready to go. You want it? Sure. Give me the hate. The Phantom of the Opera. Really? Oh, I can see that. I hate the movie. I love the musical. Is this the one with Gerard hate, Butler and yes. like all that? Yeah, yes. I can see that. I Joel can Schumacher's see that. Joel the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> um, I think Emmy Rossum is great. She does an awesome job as Christine. Yeah. Um, but as someone who has listened to Ramin Karimlu and Norm Lewis mm-hmm. um, and Colm Wilkinson... And, and uh, I'm I'm forgetting who played I know, Phantom originally. You've listened, Michael to, Crawford. That's it. My, listening to Michael Crawford as um, the Phantom, and then hearing Gerard Butler try to do it. Hey, he did okay. Mm, did he though? He did fine. <laughs> he, he did, did okay. He did subpar. Did he He's fine. Quiet, you. He, his you acting do it. was good. You hit those high notes. I don't even try. Exactly. But at the same time, like, that movie's just really shot weird. That movie's like... Oh, yeah, like, the, the, the cinematography's really fucking wonky. And, like, I it's think. really wonky, but I like some of it. Like, the set. The sets of it. The mm-hmm. set is fantastic. All but of yeah, it is fantastic. great. But, like, the it's acting. Just... The the acting is weird. The pacing is really off compared to the musical. Yeah, and... I don't know, man. There's just something... I, a Phantom, I think, if you don't do everything 100% correct it will fall apart 100% like you unless these characters have the gravity and the weight behind it at that point you don't even like if you want to remake these movies you don't hire mm-hmm. a Hollywood cast you just hire a off-Broadway cast and be like hey let's make a movie yeah or find an find a person to play the Phantom that has vocal training didn't George Butler drove- have vocal training he started it for this movie oh Whoops! Yeah, he he had done like no professional singing before this. I think. I mean, he, I think he'd done like some stuff, but he had no like mm-hmm. theatrical training and how to sing for theater. Yeah, at that and point, singing had, for theater is different than singing for movie. Well, I mean, but st- you need to have that training in order to do. Phantom. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, 
Well, I just hope that one day we can have a good Phantom adaptation. You know what I really want? And I know it's a bit off track. I want a Pirates of Penzance uh, movie. That would be fun. That, it fun. would be fun, quick to the point. Doesn't need to be more than an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Do it with a cheap budget. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want a good Phantom adaptation because tickets tickets to go see theater per, theatrical productions are expensive because you know those people need to get shit, paid. Dude. Just going, yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand why they are, but mm-hmm. like tickets to just go see stuff at the IRT here in Indianapolis. It's a lot. Are crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. And I've I've just like explored Broadway ticket prices in the past and they they never go down. They make me poop myself. <laughs> They're so bad. <laughs> Maddie looks at you and then looks at your wife and just goes, I didn't do it. He did. <laughs> it was me. No, it, was, it was this guy. <laughs> this guy. He pooped his pants. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Phantom. That's my uh, last hate. All right. My hate after thinking about this for while you talked. Um, it's a bastard. It's a goddamn fucking bastard. And it ruined one of the best movie trilogies of all time. So, can you guess which one I'm thinking of? I want to see if you can guess. So it's a right, fifth movie. It's a fifth movie. Fifth movie? It's a fifth movie. Shit. It's a I, fifth my movie. mind immediately jumped to Rise of Skywalker. Well, I don't like that movie either, but we'll get into that <laughs> another time. Why didn't yeah, I put fuck. that on that list? God damn it, we need a hate list. <laughs> With yeah, more training, more practicality. Okay. But, so it is a, it's, a, it's the fifth movie in a series. Yes. And it ruined the series for you. No. So, like, the first three movies were great. Like, the thir- the fourth one was meh. The fifth one was just me saying, what the fuck did you do to one of my favorite movies ever? Is it Order of the Phoenix? Why the fuck would I watch Harry Potter? Okay, I was just curious because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like that movie. I honestly don't really care for the Harry Potter world. But uh, different times. I was obsessed with it growing up, so that's where my mind went. Got you. Um, um, let me just put it to you this way. Uh, fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Fucking oh, terrible. It took fucking. that long for the series to get ruined for you? It took to the fifth one? No, no, the fourth one kind of just like, nah. Yeah, the fourth it for one me. sucked. The fourth one sucked. The first three are like great, but like the fifth one, just you beat the horse. You beat Johnny Depp. Stop beating Johnny Depp. Ugh. Amber Heard did that enough. See, okay, so the first one is one of the best. It's like, one of the best movies ever, ever made, ever, period. Second one is also a... It's not as good, but it's yeah, right it's up there. it's not as good, but third it's still one, great. Third one just takes a long time and it gets there, but, like, the final third That's my third big complaint act, about the third one. The third one is too fucking long. Yeah, it's just too fucking long, but you still have, like, these excellent dynamics of character and combat mm. and just, like, everyone's... Like, I never once was not interested in what a character was doing. When someone's on screen, they are doing something that their character would do, and they are doing something mm. that it would... That makes an impact in the film. There are lots of movies that do this useless shit, this useless exposition, and don't have the thing to back it up. You mean like Avengers Endgame? <laughs> Flips table! Damn right! <laughs> I'm saying this is someone who really likes Endgame. I'm saying this is a man who found Endgame to want to punch it five times in the face. It's nowhere near as good as Infinity War. Well, it, Infinity War is a different thing. Infinity War is a different animal. Infinity War is the Thanos movie. Uh, Endgame yes. is pick up the pieces and fix everything. I hate that movie um, for... I, I don't hate that movie. I just don't like that movie for the idea of, oh, well, we failed. Time to redo our mistakes. No! Live with them! I would have rather seen a movie where they had a therapy session and Cap's fucking thing. But beside the point... <laughs> no, just like... just an hour and a half of them in the, yes, the therapy session. Yes. Yeah, But, like, I, I like how this transitioned from... Uh, 
Pirates of the Caribbean five different end game, but beside the point. No, so the reason why I hate that movie is just because there's no soul behind it, man. Like with the fourth okay. one, you at least had this idea of trying to do something interesting and creative. The fifth one's just money, me, <laughs> and like. Well, that's the fourth one too, dude. I know, okay, but at least it was interesting to a degree. But like, so the, the fifth fourth one. Was Mermaid. The fourth one is the one with Ian McShane as Blackbeard, and the fifth one is with Javier Bardem, right? As Spooky Scary Ghost Man. As Spooky Scary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the fifth one. Uh, we, so, fun fact, we, um, that movie came out the Friday before my wife and I got married. Oh, shit. And we went out, we went on a Disney cruise for our honeymoon. Yeah, I know. And we got to see that movie for free. Because they were just showing it on the boat. And we're yeah. like, hey, yeah, fuck it. Sure, let's go see this movie. Yeah. And, uh, and it, I... Yeah, it, uh, it's not good. It's that not movie good. is dog shit. Like, there's... Yeah, it's... There's nothing redeemable about the movie in my eyes. Not just because, like, it just bastardizes everything. It's just because nothing there has fun. Yeah. Nothing is, has is that fun. Is Paul McCartney is a pirate? Yes. I know Keith Rich... Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, it is it's over no they're rebooting it fuck you disney they should have they should have cut it off after three i would have been fine with cutting it off after two shut up but i was so pissed when johnny when jack sparrow died in that movie but three three was a good send-off and i liked it yeah three i have no no major complaints now ross here's what we're gonna do we're gonna alter the timeline now and pretend like those two movies after it don't exist i've deleted them from existence what are we talking about again pretend they don't exist what are we talking about three on dvd there's only three ross there's only three oh this is like an indiana jones thing where we pretend the fourth one doesn't exist there's no fourth (laughs) indiana jones ross well Ah. there's they're skipping three and going straight to five which comes out next year there is no five ross (laughs) Harrison Ford got hurt on the set of the I know! Movie. Leave the 89-year-old man alone. Harrison Ford's fucking 80 years old, man. Leave him alone. He can't keep doing this. No. He can't keep doing this. Get the stunt doubles. Put them in you know makeup. They'll be fine. You know that scene in Breaking Bad where Aaron Paul just screams, He can't keep getting away with this! Yeah, it's just that's that. Me whenever, <laughs> that's me whenever Disney announces another fucking sequel. <laughs> a sequel or a reboot. That is me every time. Because I'm like fucking guys come on fun fact if we went to like six i'd put frozen two in my hates i okay 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 (laughs) we're gonna have to okay we'll talk about this later if if, okay if caleb's not back next week we're gonna fight about frozen two because i fucking love frozen i we'll talk about it later we'll talk about it later all right this is this is your outro moment sir take it away all right so just to recap our my five loves Oh shit! I, I don't remember them. No, I don't remember them. Skip, I'll t- I'll, skip, skip. I'll tell you when I edit the movie. Yeah, or, I'll, or when I edit the episode, I'll text them to you when I edit the episode. <laughs> you just text me, hey, I need an audio fill-in for what we loved and what we hated. Yeah. So fuck it. You've listened to this episode. You know what we loved. You know what we hate. Um, this has been the Binge Picture Podcast with Ross Bennick. Dylan Bates and Angry Boy. And uh, once again, congratulations, Caleb, on the birth of your daughter. That's super awesome. We can't wait for you to be back, but we also want you to enjoy this super awesome time. Um, we miss you, bud. And um, to our other seven listeners, um, spread the show to your friends if you like it. Um, 
tell them to listen. You can follow us on Twitter at Binge Picture. You can like us on Facebook. Um, you can follow us on Spotify. And then you can subscribe, rate, and review on um, Apple Podcasts or really wherever you get your podcasts. And I think that covers everything. Nope. Shameless plug time. Hey, everyone, listen to Cut. Listen to Completely Useless Talking. It's the other podcast I run where there's no real format. You can also find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever else you get your podcasts. I don't have another podcast to plug um, yet. I'm th- I'm listen to the Unexpectables D&D podcast. It's fucking amazing. I'm currently workshopping some ideas in my own head about other podcasts that I will run in the future. So for now, I will just plug Taxman Beer. Taxman's a great really... beer. Sponsor us, please. I will. I have no gripes about your beer. Your beer is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, fuck it. You don't even have to sponsor us. I'll give you free advertising on this podcast. I would like advertisement money. Blink, but blink, I mean, blink, I blink. Like I look cute nice, now. But like, you don't have to pay me to shill your product because it's fucking incredible. So if you live in Central Indiana, drink Taxman. It's incredible. Fantastic beer. Um, so from the Binge Picture Podcast, I'm Ross Benick. I'm Dylan. And um, I guess we'll see you next week. Goodbye.